What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fortnite Story. I'm joined alongside one of the best pro players in the scene right now. You know, he's up and coming and been coming up for a while. Now is kind of there. But Nani, what's going on? How you doing today, bro? I'm doing fantastic. Couldn't be better. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited to chat today. I mean, I've known you since you were coming in to my viewer games and just destroying everybody. That was before you were one of the pretty consistently placing pros and just bullying kids in in the lobby. But now it's awesome to see you where you're at and uh, see the success you've been having. So, first of all, we have to start off. Everyone is interested in where did you get your name from? Where does Nani come from? Alrighty, so seventh grade little me uh, watching Twitch as a lot of seventh graders were at the time. Fortnite was pretty massive, and I was a pretty big fan of Myth. And at the time, he was saying this phrase. Um, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it comes from anime or something, something like that. Um, but he would say "nani nani nani" like whenever he was like, you know, getting triple sprayed or something like that when he was in a sticky spot. And I I was sitting there with me and my buddy, and I was like talking about how I want to start streaming. And we were looking, thinking about names and stuff like that before um, I'd buy any equipment or anything like that. And I was like, what about Nani? Because I've always liked the shorter names. Um, it's only, what, five letters? So there's a four. It doesn't matter. And, and that's kind of where it came from. I, okay. I was just like, that sounds kind of fire. And then I eventually transitioned to Good Guy Nani because uh, my duo at the time recommended it. One, but two... Um, everything around nani fn or nani fn underscore anything in that realm was was already taken so i had to kind of um figure out something that would work someone for branding reasons all right all right i like good guy nani it's a nice little like flow mm-hmm. um, so and so i mentioned how i started to recognize and know you but like how did you get started within the fortnite competitive space so I played, I was a very, I've been in the Fortnite competitive space to at least a certain degree for a very long time. I played, um, if y'all are familiar with FNPL, Fortnite Pro League, or Player League, I believe it was called actually, um, since must have been 20, late 2018, if I'm, if I believe that's right. That sounds and right. then... Uh, pop-up cups and then world cup qualifiers i was nothing great though i my best placement was like 153rd um made like probably a little under 2k through the whole qualifiers never had anything close to qualifying but at right around duo fncs the very first one um i started taking stuff seriously and made my first heats um i feel like if i had the right teammates around me and stuff like that um, I wasn't IGLing yet. I could have had found some success prior to that. But um, UOF and CS, I was probably right around 7, 8K earned. Um, had a good season. Got around to 10. And then I started playing with Ved Gonz- and Ved and Gonzo. That was water season. Um, y'all would not have heard our name because I got dropped for a day and they shit the bed consistently <laughs> over and over again. Um, but every single third party tournament we were top threeing or winning i mean literally everything anything practice server ran anything that was for a few hundred dollars here and there i mean we we made off of third party tournaments alone in the span of like three weeks like two and a half grand which is unheard of we won everything and i got dropped because day was good at fucking creative so 
great call by them. Uh, both of them have now quit and blow dick. So, <laughs> can I curse, by the way? Yeah. Well, it's a little too late now, but yes, you can. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that worked out really well for them, and um, so then I kind of had that first taste of success. Uh, really enjoyed that, and I've kind of just rode that wave of really wanting to be the best. For, um, and I eventually played with Trap and Pose, who I assume a lot of y'all are familiar with. Shout out to my boy Seth for just qualifying top five on uh, NA West Grands. Really proud of him. We've been working together, grinding in silence. Um, and then just slowly got better and better. And what I think a lot of people know me from is when I played with um, Dusky and Kwani, had we were I was that season I was the most dominant cash cup player undisputedly i had i think a few hundred more dollars which is a lot when in terms of cash cups and it's just not a big prize pool a few hundred more dollars by the second place person who had the most money from cash cups that season i was just i did not cash in a single one i made money in every single one and i won two and top fives in like three or something um and then we eventually clutched it out and got fifth in grants so uh there's a lot of interesting things that happened that season. Um, on my mother's soul, we did not llama find with that <laughs> damn replay thing. You couldn't do it. I tried because y'all gave me the idea. It doesn't work. Um, you can't do that, but we did one cash cup. I forgot because it was so unlike impactful on our tournament. I forgot that Captor said... P God was in our game because he was in second place. Didn't key him. Didn't even affect our game. I did, I forgot it happened. He literally just comments on it. Oh, P God's in your game at this amount of points, and I got fucking DQ'd from that. But yeah. it is what it is. Um, we had a lot of controversy. On, um, like a couple weeks ago, and he he talked about that one. He's like, I shouldn't have said that, but in all honesty, it changed nothing. All I did was look at their points, and then. That was it. And he's, he was like, if Nani just played more of the clip, you would see that nothing actually happened. But you cut the clip right there. And Capture's like, bro, like, just play it out. I didn't say anything else besides their points. Uh, but that's funny. Yeah, that it's, even, if, even if I did play it out, it's still incriminating. So it wouldn't have yeah. changed anything. But and it wouldn't have changed other people's opinions. So who cares? Funny clip. Um, I don't think I'd change anything. It helped me grow a lot. Um a lot of controversy around that trio with the, the captor stuff. I'm captor made. I haven't done much since him. I'm hoping to change that this season, um, which I believe I'm in the walk in, in that direction for sure. Um, Dusky is now banned, um, which is definitely very interesting. I have my own thoughts on that, which a lot of people tend to disagree with. Uh, I feel he did not cheat when we played. In all honesty, um, I feel like there was a lot of times when he did miss shots and sell fights because he jumped in and whiffed. Um, not saying he wasn't unbelievably talented, but I know him on a personal level. I believe he lost motivation, didn't find a duo, grinded Valorant, and then was like, shit, everyone said I'm a cheater. He still d denies it to this day. I believe when he got banned, he did cheat. But I believe after a while, he was like, I can't not be good anymore like but i don't want to put in the time in download something and got banned unfortunately yeah um, i don't think man. you can stay banned like obviously we've seen some like wrongful bans every once in a while but happened to me 
Yeah. I, I don't think you stay banned if you're cheating. You know, Epic will eventually look at it and be like, oh, okay, sorry, we screwed this one up. Let's fix this. Uh, I forgot you got banned. That was a weird one. That was like, I didn't understand that one, but I'm glad so you got unbanned. Um, so frustrating. And then this season, like, let's talk about kind of what's going on right now. You're playing with Cooper. You guys had a great first couple of games within FNCS Qual 1. And then it, it seemed to kind of piddle out where you didn't keep that consistent consistency through the, the, the six games, right? Now, where do you think it went wrong? And, like, you said you're confident this season, obviously, making what you guys finish eighth in Qual 1. Uh, tenth, tenth, okay. Fifth in the first cash cup, and then um, tenth in qual one finals. Gotcha. So, how, how are you feeling about that? Do you know what went wrong? Like, can you, you tell us kind of how that? I could not went? be happier with not qualifying to grants. I could not be happier. Cooper is inexperienced. He's less than two k earned, and that gives us more opportunities to get better. We the games we did well. Every game we made past surge, we got top three. So the games we did do well, we didn't make the same mistakes that we've been making, which was generally just in-game mistakes. Um, we learned from them and improved on it. The And we made new mistakes, and we're going to learn from those. I, I think that was the most perfect thing that could happen to us, is we, we found success, and we were close to qualifying, but we didn't. I don't think auto-calling week one would have been good for us. He doesn't have the experience, neither do I. I've taken a long break last season. I barely touched the game. Um because due to prom and just IRL commitments, I was burnt out. And um, I don't regret that at all, by the way. I think anyone that's struggling with being burnt out, take it slow. Don't entirely quit. That's not the right answer to anything. But take it slow. So if you're burnt out of working out, work out one day a week, twice a week, max. You know what I mean? It, just there's no there's no reason to full flip, fall off the face of the earth. And if you're burnt, there's no reason to try and push through it and as the, none of those are neither of those options are healthy but um back to your original question um a lot of it was surge issues uh game one and two game one we started off with the top three and um it'll be up on my youtube pretty soon here yeah. we started off with the top three and then unfortunately it had a very very misplayed um final 1v2 versus kanata which i've heard a lot about uh, you know live and learn Kanata's the best player in a right now so doesn't hurt my ego too much to be getting shit on by him. Um, in all honesty, game three was a surge mistake by me. Game four was um, what was game four? Um, a miss, just poor rotated game. Just ended up dying out, fizzling. Had no mats. Like jumped into Duo's box and then got cleaned up because we had to. Uh, and then game five. 33 paper buka and Lawrence, let's go. No way they do it better than bottom 10 in grands. Jumps in our box and ends their game too. So good fucking shit on them. Um, <laughs> really smart play. Love it, love it, love it. Game six, another top three. Um, so really honestly happy. Very happy with how it went. I think really two games were massive selves for me. And uh, due to the only finals I've played out of our split this season was... We pulled every single fucking zone, and we didn't get some pulls to that game. So, um, I watched it over as Ben, feeling good. Um, learning moment. Nice, nice. That's interesting. You say it's good that you haven't or you didn't qual because of that lack of experience. But there's almost nothing that can replicate 
a finals style lobby besides playing those finals style lobbies and that practice is vital because you see like the players consistently at the top it's not like okay someone just randomly reached a finals lobby and gets top five like that just doesn't happen at least in na east um because it, it is so different than any other style i'll tell you exactly why what there's you got? no fucking practice <laughs> that's why that's yeah. why teams that sneak into qualifiers get bottom 10 every single time there's no practice it's it is the hardest uh esport to be a pro in by that fact alone you can you can argue this this uh skill ceiling in Fortnite. You can argue this or that. There is no practice. Imagine fucking the NFL where you you go up and show up every Sunday. That's what you get. You can go work out on your own. I can go Kovacs. I can go Vodaview. I can do whatever. There's no practice. Yeah, or it's it, like it, practicing. It's, it's like practicing at like a high school gym to go play in the NBA. You know, like you're going to I play can go against dunk like on little ass kids all I want. I mean, yeah, that won't help get me any better. That's essentially like what round one is of a cash cup, what the first two rounds of FNCS are. And then, you know, you start to get a little better. You get a little more consistency in round three, but even still, you know, there's not that same level. And then that round four is finally that experience, right? It's the top players in the region, um, which, you know, I guess round two of a duo cash cup is there. But again, some kids sneak in that don't have that experience, which is similar to all the grands. Uh, I've heard vital is like the one that no, it is no. a waste of time is what it is. It's a fucking waste of time. And the sad thing about the whole practice and, and shout out to Manu, cause I really respect him for doing it. Um, vital and sense Both are the two options you have. If you really want to try and practice, neither will get you better. What they're good for is content creation and getting your stream. Um, some, some content. Those are the two things they supply. Shout out to both sticks and Manu for doing it. Um, I'm never going to hate on them. That's not what I mean when I'm talking shit about their servers and their practice. It's not their fault. There is no one in North America that will be able to fix the scrim problem. No one. Give it to Felix. Love that guy. Amazingly talented. Most underappreciated person in NA, in my opinion. He couldn't do it. Connor couldn't do it. Who? Give it to whoever you want. Bring Zay back. He couldn't do it. People don't love the game. That people are money fueled, and and it's only the best of the best. I'm talking the Kanadas. I'm talking. You can't even say Buga and Mero because they don't play the game outside of the tournaments. They're just the most talented people here. That's crazy. Um, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> um, I I don't even know who I'm talking about. Peter Bot, sure. You can name a few people that love the game to love the game, and that's about it. There, there is no one who could fix the scrim problem because people don't love the game. You could not tell me to get on it. Maybe you could. Maybe some part of the time, but you'd need the consistency out of me. You could not tell me to get on and go play scrims for another four hours. You couldn't. I, I have things I want to do. I have buddies I want to spend time with. I have a girlfriend. I have other shit that I'd rather do. That I know these scrims are going to get me marginally, marginally better. And, and it doesn't even serve a purpose now. So... That's just a really sad state of the game, but I just wanted to go off on a little tangent there. You're good. You're good. I think that's interesting. And and one of the, I think, biggest problems is, like you mentioned, there's people like Buga and Miro that consistently win and don't play a ton. Like, if you look at what they're doing on a regular basis, they're 
I mean, Buga plays the game. Mero seems to be playing him more this season. But nonetheless, those guys, which should be the, the people to look up to to see what they're doing in order to be placing, are, I mean, Miro talks poorly about the game on a regular basis, and Buga doesn't really say anything. Uh, so it's it's hard to follow them. And you have people like Stretching Commandment last season that played, whatever, their 12 games of Arena to get to champs, didn't touch the game, qualified to Grands, but, I mean, granted, they finished at the bottom. and But still, getting, getting to Grands without playing is wild to me. And, and the fact that these guys, one, are so good that they can even do that, but there's not that practice to help everyone else get above them is something that holds this scene back, at least for mm-hmm. NA. EU is... The best of the best are going to stay at the top, generally, uh, unless you're just an unbelievable talent. Uh, and that's just the way it is in the Fortnite scene. There is, it's harder to climb up that ladder, harder than anything else. And it used to be, that used to be what made Fortnite great, is how easy you could climb up that ladder, and it's not the same anymore. Yeah, well, maybe you got to move to EU, go get some noble practice. No, sir. Get me out of there. <laughs> I don't want to be a grinder. No. Uh, um, but for, I wanted to comment on something you said there right there. From my understanding, by the way, I'm pretty sure it was just Stretch not playing the game. From from my understanding, okay. Commandment was still was still doing it, um, and Stretch just has enough finals experience where he could auto ball. It's it's really this, this qualifying format, especially the one that they made, um, or no? No, they finished top five to get to. It was week two. They finished yeah, like yeah, I was second wrong. I was or wrong. third. I thought about it for a second. Um, the very first season of this chapter was the easiest qualifying format of all time, and it's not that different now. Um, I think, I think. The qualifying format we have now gets the best teams in grams. I would agree. I, 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 I like love it. it. The only thing I, I don't really like is it seems like we get worse. Like it's we peak here at qualifier one where you get all the best teams playing and qualifier two goes down a little bit. So we lose the top five teams and qualifier three goes down a little bit. Then semis and have heats is a shit show. The last session of heats blows dick. Yeah. It's like a bunch of people that are not the best at this game trying to make something work and it's like the the two people it's the the two people that have fallen off and then it's the people that are trying to come up and like they're battling it out for those last few spots which is always interesting um as far as like uh, a full season it's weird that we go down and then like hit rock bottom and then boom next thing is grand finals i wish there was a way that we could fix that uh just from like a viewership perspective right i i hate that it goes starts the best goes down and then finishes the best but nonetheless from like a player's perspective that qual format both the uh, bro what are you doing my pen <laughs> uh but like the the qualifying format for players i think is really good it just is not the best from like a continuous viewership standpoint I have a very strong stance on Fortnite competitive uh, as a viewer. I think until they figure out a way, and I don't know if there is a way, to minimize the downtime that is mid-game, it won't be able to flourish as an eSport. Too much fucking downtime. A game's 26 minutes and, what, 17 of them are uh, uh, boring as fuck? Yeah, you get I, about... I like it because I love Fortnite. Like, I love sitting there watching and analyzing the game because I'm an IGL. For anyone else, it can't be enjoyable. I don't understand it. 
I yeah. get it because I'm the best of the best, and I—I I mean, not to stroke my own dick, but I'm the best <laughs> of the best, and I like watching it and stuff like that, because um, it's very intriguing to me to see what other people are doing and etc. If you're casual, I could not imagine having my like my mom has watched Fortnite, like she's has seen Endgames. Um, I make my girlfriend care, uh, like she could explain <laughs> like high ground, mid ground, low ground, like shit like that, like wind Let's condition. Um, like I'll be watching VODs and she'll be sitting next to me and I'll ask her questions and shit like that, but. She couldn't explain mid game to you because it's so boring. It's it's move here, shoot people over and over and over again for twenty minutes of the game. Off spawn's cool, end game's cool. Make mid game a thing. Make it seven eight minutes tops. But you can't do that. You can't. So yeah, you have to I'm... shrink down the map. And you, you, I think that's the only way you could do it is you'd have to shrink down the map a shit ton. Yeah, well, because Reese posted something the other day about like what do you find interesting or what do you not like about like watching Fortnite? And a lot of people said mid game. And I agree. Like even as someone who loves the game, like it's cool to see someone play mid game. Well, but how many games in a row do you want to watch somebody essentially find a hill, shoot people from a hundred plus meters away and then close up and repeat for five, 10 minutes. And if they get zoned, they don't even have to move. They just continuously do the same thing, which like both you and I know is impressive to get to that position, to get storm surge and find yourself in a good spot. Like it's not an easy thing to do because a lot of teams struggle with it. And that's why they can't do well is like finding consistent paths in mid game to get surge and positioning. Nonetheless, like it's kind of, if you're doing it right, it is such a boring thing to watch. I don't know. I think it's the biggest issue in terms of Fortnite competitive viewership. Yeah, I, I think in mid-game, one thing, well, at least the broadcast has started to do is do, like, those, like, picture-in-picture and replay things. Um, so you have, like, Mini Miner coming in, giving you an update, which will help. Um, I, I always thought, like, there could be different packages. You know, you think of, like, a, a little timeout during an NBA game. They do this little replay package or, like, highlight package. Say we have, like, clips from Nani from multiple different seasons. And we're giving an overview of what Nani does. And, you know, it's like a, a, a minute, two. doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world. But the problem is, you know, say first place team winds up getting randomly stormed or surge fought. And you miss that, then everyone's going to bitch. So it's like a, a tough thing to do. And I don't know how someone's going to overcome it. That was a, a long tangent about Fortnite. So let's get back to you. Okay. Um, so obviously qualifying grands, good thing that, or not qualifying grands was a good thing. Now we're going into qual two, feeling confident about Cooper. Like why did you pick Cooper? I, I've honestly never heard of him before you started playing together. So I would I love to. a lot of people have. Okay, so let's hear about Cooper, why you decided to play with him. Like, tell us about the duo. All right. My duo is Cooper IWNL X34. Um, the X34 is how many times he's qualified to do a final, and he's very proud of that. Um, I'm just trolling. Cooper is a 2K earned droid. It's that simple. Why I picked him is uh, I feel like our synergy's on point, and he works his ass off. He's a little-ass kid who has unbelievable talent, who sucks right now, not in creative, he'll shit on me over and over and over and over again. He's a better fighter than me and shit like that, but he sucks in terms of a grand finals. Um, uh, in terms of why I picked him, I think it's that. It's, he's, he's talented, and he works his butt off, so I know I can mold him uh, into the player that he should be. Okay. And 
this has kind of been something we've seen a lot from different players. I mean, I think a, a, a Bucky and Cam coming together are cold and scented. You see these older IGLs that have been playing for a long time. Send it in cold is not a fair statement because cold top six, top five, six and fifth in two grand finals prior to playing with, with scented. Okay. Everyone knew cold was ridiculous. Okay. So we'll go Bucky, Cam. I mean, Macwood and Donnie kind of. Was one. I think that's I think that's a good one because Cam and Bucky found absolutely zero. Neither of those are good because all of those didn't find any further success. They all sucked. <laughs> all right, so we'll go all the way back to then Chap playing and I Dukes. love that one. There we go, bingo. Great, great analogy. There you go. Damn, you found Duke before he became Duke. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that's the hope with Cooper. Okay. Is now. It, now, for you, how do you get someone there, right? Like, you're saying that you think you can help mold him into a good grands player, and he's a good mechanical creative player. But, like, how do you turn someone that's only good and creative into a good competitive player? That's a tough question to answer because I still want to gatekeep a lot of the things I do to get better. But to keep it very... Whew, sorry. To keep it very open and... and and broad working with Sven who's my coach um met him in in DreamHack and that's one of my favorite things that to come out of that trip was having that relationship with him fantastic guy um good friend enjoyed my time with him there but as well on top of all that fantastic coach best in the world um I don't think anyone's doing it the way not the way he is I think Captor does it in a better way I think Sven knows what he's talking about better than him um, so that working hand in hand with him, um, we don't, we definitely have the least priority of his time, which I a hundred percent understand and can't knock him for that because he's working with teams like, uh, Booga, uh, shit, Epic Whale, who's his NA team, Sense of Cold, you know, like some of just the best teams on every region and we're nowhere near that, but, and I'm really, he's a great friend and he's taking care of me. So I appreciate to him him doing that as a shout out to him um a lot of stuff that i can't go too in depth with but you will see the improvement from cooper come grants that's okay. that's that's all i'll say but a lot of it's just you know the general shit that everyone does but i just we know what we're talking about and are doing it in an insanely efficient way where we only have to be on the game for four hours a day but we're getting more practice and more improvement than people that are playing the game for nine ten hours a day neither me nor cooper are degenerate losers who want to sit inside all day we both have lives and are more social people so we work our butt offs for very very focused practice for three hours four hours a day we're done and it's cool and we can go do our thing like tonight we'll play our we'll play round two we'll do two hours of stuff before it take a break i'll go work out he'll go do whatever he wants come back play it qualify be done on all right i respect that and i i think focus practice is something that not enough people do i know you're not going to get into specifics about it but i mean creative was a big step that allowed people to focus specifically on mechanics and then there's the other side about like learning about the game that i think can still be improved about figuring out how to learn how the game works i mean i vod review all the time so i like that's my favorite part about it and i, I know you do you've started to do some viewer vods and you do your own vods so i respect I'm that very excited i'm very excited if anyone that's listening to the podcast right now 
um, ever once uh, professional players look into their own gameplay, I've been doing uh, viewer VODs and more specifically, really, unfortunately, because I'm only one person sub VOD reviews, you sub and I watch some of your games over for you um, to skip the line. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give that option or opportunity out there for y'all because I feel like I really don't just be like, oh, this is good, this is bad. I get very in depth and very passionate about it because I appreciate y'all's support and I want you to get better. Um, so if any of y'all are interested in that opportunity, um, stop by my Twitch. Oh yeah, hit him up. Nani is a n- nice dude. Um, and so going back to it, you've worked now with Sven. You've worked with Captor. We worked together for one time, and then you told me I was not good. Uh, not good enough for you I, I think was the proper terms which i actually appreciated at the time but you're one of the players that it seems like consistently wants to work with a coach and i'd be interested to learn like why you prioritize working with a coach when I'll, a lot of people didn't uh let's even say like six months ago but now it seems to be more commonplace for a lot of the top teams um I think it boils down to a few things. One, it keeps me motivated and accountable. Um, if a coach tells me to do something, I'm going to go do it. It's like homework. Um, it's a lot easier to want to do something because you, you don't want to disappoint them than to m- motivate yourself to go VOD review at 2 a.m. for no real reason just to get better um, or marginally, marginally better. And a uh, coach definitely helps me with that. Two, it offers a different perspective. Um, and a perspective from someone that cares and wants to see you do well. Uh, and three, they just, the best coaches, and there's, in my opinion, you can argue four, but two coaches in the world that know what they're talking about. So in unbelievably exclusive people, but they know what they're talking about and they're going to, they're going to get you better. So who are those two? I would assume one is Sven, who's number two. I think, I think you got to say Cappy and Sven. I think you can argue that top four is um, Blood X. I don't think he's a good coach at all. Um, I think he just coaches unbelievably in talented players. And I think you could say the exact same for Jacques Aladdin. But they found success under their players. So uh, there's a few other random people who I don't know how much you can trust their opinion, but I know they're coaches who have worked with reputable players, um, being Coach Lewis, uh being Tezzy, I've worked with him minimally, but um, I think he somewhat knew what he was talking about. Um, and then you got, I mean, that's about it. There's less than 10 people in the world that know what they're talking about. Even to a, even to a smidge of a, like, okay, maybe he can kind of know what he's talking about. How do you feel about DJ? I know he's kind of moved more towards the content side, but I feel like... He's not a coach. He's not a coach. Okay. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh-oh. He's not a coach. He's like he's a live coach. If you want to consider that a thing, yeah, I've uh, I don't know that I'm always. I've never personally been a fan of live coaching because it's like trying to fix mistakes in the moment, which doesn't provide. I, I don't. You... Th- I don't like live coaching either anymore. I'm not, I'm never live coached by Sven. I don't like it. Okay. I think after the season with Pump and Captor, we misprepared as well as butted heads multiple times in grands about certain calls where I wanted to go high or I wanted to do this and captain was like, no, no, no. And I think my play was still the right call to this day. And I don't want to go do, do that again. Um, I think that I overvalued captures live coaching at the time of me, Dusky Kwani, but I really feel like it was the preparement that we put in prior to the tournaments that made had a 
much bigger impact than than his live coaching. Not to take away from his live coaching at all, because I do think he's really good at it. Yeah, I, I think live coaching only works if you prepared, and then you're kind of like nailing home those points that you like both the coach and the player are on the same page about, and you're kind of just reinforcing those along the way. Um, now, I just wanted to put out there that I don't like Destiny Jesus, by the way. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. I, I knew there was something I wanted to say. Fuck that guy. I don't like him. All right. Um, now, going back to you and Pump, I thought you guys playing together was awesome. And I was quite upset when you two decided to split um like what happened like tell us why you guys split because i saw a lot of potential with you two and i know you liked working with a coach so you had the ability to work with captor at the time so like what all happened after because it was one season you played together next season started playing together and then split before fncs after chapter three season one i did not play the game um i didn't play the game i was incredibly disappointed with our grand finals performance we had an exceptional season leading up to that but uh, i was very disappointed with that and i really put all of my time and effort into being as good as we could um kind of pushed everyone away in in my irl life and we and it wasn't worth it and i was like fuck this so i took a major step back um like i think i really like to the point where i really hurt some of my friends like feelings like i really didn't leave the house except on you know i can count on one to two hands um the amount of times i left my house in that month and a half two months of just head down focus trying to be as good as we can and individually i got to a point where i was very happy with um, I think we just misprepared grands and it sucked giving up two months of my life for what was three grand or something like that. And I was like, fuck this, fuck this. I'm not doing this again. Um, took a break from the game, um, and just got worse and worse. And I was selling pump over and over again. And I just thought he had, I still believe pump is the best fighter in North America. Um, honestly, I think he's kind of a shitty fragger and is too stupid um to ever do in unbelievably well with i'm talking the top what is it in duos now top eight in grands is it the, where the prize pool starts to be okay um i think he's too fucking dumb and i don't think there's anyone that could ever fix it you could give him captor and zven working six hours a day and he's too fucking stupid i think it's an iq problem um i think he is born less intelligent than he needs to be to be the caliber of player that everyone aspires to be um and i i didn't want to keep on selling it i was i did not have the mental sorry totally knocked on pump love that guy talk to him every day still he knows i like him um but why i said that was because of me not playing the game i was i have to be the best igl nna to make that work um because of how dumb he is and i wasn't near it and i was selling tournaments and i didn't want to play any with more anymore with him because I didn't want to take that opportunity away from him because I didn't give a fuck about the game. I didn't care about how that season went, and I don't regret it not playing. So that's that's really why we split it. It boiled down to me not caring. Okay. So in a sense, you essentially showed him love by splitting with him, but also were just quite rude in the way that you described him as a player. But, you know, we'll let that slide. Um, now, 
is it back? Like, how do you feel? Because that was just last season. You said, I didn't care last season and just kind of played, right? Now, where are we now? How do you feel? Is it still effort that we're going to be putting in? Or is it like, eh, whatever, I'll kind of like somewhat play? This is the first time since Dusky Kwani that I feel um, the way that I do. I think that I... I don't know how other IGLs feel, but I feel like I have worked out my formula, so to speak, um, where going into every game and every certain point of the game, I know what I want to do and I know what to do to find success in that game. Um, I think I need to work on my mid game and early game a bit. We need to get that more efficient, but I feel very confident um, at my later mid game. So zones three, four, five, uh, and then moving zones on. I feel very, very confident and comfortable. I think my fighting needs to take a step up um, in terms of qualifiers, meaning opens rounds of cash cups or FNCS or whatever. But set lobby, I feel very confident in myself. Okay, I like that. I've been, um, I've been grinding my butt off. Just we'll working in silence. We'll have to 1v1 so you can get practice fighting someone good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, okay, now outside of the game... Um, well, I guess it's still technically in the game, but you've kind of boosted your content recently. You've been meh for most of your career. It's been more focused on like the actual playing the game and the content has, you know, randomly been there, I feel like. Is that accurate up until this point? Now you've been I mean, more still consistent. Point, no. I, what makes you say that? Because I don't feel like I have been any more consistent. So, I don't know, I see four or five videos posted one month ago. There's a video posted two weeks ago, ten days ago. So, I guess, like, the last week or so you haven't done anything. But, I mean, if I'm looking at your YouTube, there's several videos posted multiple months in a row where you're you're pretty consistent. So, that is why I say that. Um. Yeah, I think I don't – I feel like I have been relatively consistent. Um. I don't feel that way right now because I think I have like six videos lined up that I have not uploaded into the Google Drive and talked to my channel manager about and getting that shit done. Um, dream hack vlog, four qualifiers, and then like a lot, a lot of content that should be posted. I've been lazy about. Um, that was one of the things I wanted to knock off today because I have so much downtime. Um, it's working out this interview, the stuff with Cooper in that four qualifiers. Um, so. I'm yeah, I want to get back onto that point. Um, I want to also, in terms of my content, I what I really want to do is get back into the. Um, I think in the past month or so, my content's gotten very lazy, and I want to get back into the much more um, me, personalized type stuff, because it just feels very lazy. It feels like every other tournament video, but just with the face cam. I think what separates me is my intros. And the storytelling that I do with my videos. And I think that's what makes it entertaining. At least um, it separates me from every other competitive player. I need to get back into that. Um, I think videos, if anyone's really curious, um, that display that is um, probably my most viewed video. Insane comeback to qualify uh, for solo cash cup finals. Or there's another one um, that was my secret to qualify to every single one. I think all of those... Um, both of those videos display my personality and my skill very well. 
Okay. Yeah, I definitely think you have the personality to successfully create content. I mean, you are a very outspoken person and you believe what you believe and you're not afraid to say it, which is rare uh, among most players within the space. Um, Why do you think that is? Uh, I think a lot of people just, I don't know. I have my own opinions on that, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts first. My guess would be that like everyone just kind of young and afraid to say what they want to say because they think there'll be backlash and they see like, here's how you're supposed to be. So if they don't fit within that, then they see themselves as different when in reality being different is like what everyone is. We're all freaking different. Um, that's my understanding of it. But I mean, what are you thinking? I think it's definitely in that vein of the, the youngest and stuff like that. And I agree with a lot of what you had to say in terms of like you see, uh, not up until recently, actually, I was about to say scented as the perfect mold, but it's definitely had, had some controversy around him. Um, and I do have my own takes about that, but let's not get into that today. Um, I think people see these people that don't really have a personality to a certain extent and they see them finding success and you don't need i think fortnite is an esport where you don't need to have a personality um because it's just there's a lot of prize money um you don't really need to create content which i hope everyone does but a lot of people don't and still find success uh, i'm thinking of stretches i'm thinking of who's another big guy who doesn't make anything i mean commandments another one yeah i mean there's, there's a good bit of them i'm just not thinking of them but I think a lot of it is like everyone, a vast, vast majority of the successful competitive Fortnite players are losers who go to school every day and don't talk to people. I think they've never had the attention on them, so they just want to sit there and play their little Fortnite game. Um, and they're afraid to say what they want to say because they don't want the, the backlash or the attention. Well, I don't even know that it's like afraid. I think it may just be like the personalities of these people aren't outspoken personalities, you know, like they've chosen to play video games and are just really freaking good at it and don't necessarily want to be putting themselves out there. Um, but watching you, knowing you, like you seem to be on the opposite end of that spectrum where you're very outspoken. I mean, some of like my favorite memories of you, you get up standing after a win, just scream. Like, just a full-on, like, scream after you win, which is absolutely hilarious, by the way. I love it because it shows your passion. Um, but you let that passion, that drive come through when watching you, and, you know, I, I think that's really cool. So make keep that up. Keep being you, bro. Definitely. I think from a business perspective as well, it, it um, holds people back. Holds people back big time. I think I have done a very, very shit job at um, parlaying my personality into, um, you know, more businessy stuff, talking like sponsorships or, um, you know, just growing my platform overall. And I think the biggest reason behind that is because my consistency has always lacked in terms of content. I don't feel the same motivation uh, as I do with competitive. But I think if you can do it right and consistently, having a personality separates you from other people and i'm thinking another few people i thought of was like clarity and slacks or um acorn or people like that where brocane there's another one where they just they 
it's just a name. It's just a gamer tag, and I think that holds them back big time. I think it adds so much to your value. Yeah. I mean, even Day was like that until he got signed to NRG. Now you're starting to see more of him. Um, but he also seems like a person that doesn't necessarily want the spotlight, just was given it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Which, you know, I mean, teach his own. Not everyone wants to be, be that guy. So uh, definitely stay more consistent. I do think you you will have success in this if you keep up that content grind and don't go, you know, weeks or months without forgetting to post a video and have multiple ones in the bag right now. Uh, it's tough. It's definitely tough. I, I feel that myself. I, I go through periods where... I like creating content and then other times like I can't even be asked to try and record a video and YouTube sometimes is weird. You put in low effort, sometimes you get awesome results and then you put in a lot of effort and then you get terrible results, but it's all a matter of figuring things out. So good luck to you. I think that what was I going to say? No, I had such a good thought right there. Ah, never mind. I can't remember it at all. Okay. Nice. Love that. <laughs> um, all right. And then as far as you already mentioned, you're streaming that that's definitely been irregular. I know that like you go through phases where you'll stream for like a week and then it disappears. So keep up at least the viewer vibes because then you're helping the next generation of players trying to, to get better. Um, outside of gaming, what do you like to do? We don't, we talked about video games for, almost 45 minutes here like what do you like to do we're, out, we're talking, outside we're talking about this? the jackie now the jack yeah um for anyone of, of y'all that don't know my name is jack but uh, by the way we I'll, can't hear you when you lean forward you just start talking oh really oh my fault my fault uh for you somebody did, they, did you did you hear that at all just that your name was jack and then you just lean okay, forward gotcha and... gotcha gotcha um yeah, my name's Jack. Uh, a lot of my friends call me Jackie. Not really sure where that comes from. But in terms of non-video game stuff, um, this is obviously my main passion. But I love sports, um, especially Boston sports. So the Patriots, uh, Celtics. It's awesome to see them in the finals, etc. Um, I have a wonderful girlfriend who I, a lot of, I spend a lot of time with um, traveling and stuff like that. I got a bunch of trips planned. Um rink and dink days because fncs is every fucking day this week <laughs> but like um as soon as it's done we're going up to the um to the mountains on monday spend a little day trip um uh, yeah that's, that's my biggest thing it's my friends and friends of my girlfriend I, i'm not sporty so i don't have sports to play i do work out um a little bit here and there definitely being coming more consistent with that again um i lost a lot of weight in uh over covid i got to like two 235 i believe and now i'm sitting around 165 uh, and in pretty good shape so that's another thing that i like doing um yeah i'm just a very outgoing person i like spending time with people that's that's what brings me joy and makes me when my head hit the pillow i'm feeling good about my day nice i like to hear that and the mountains are awesome definitely going like out there we don't need to mention like where exactly but i yeah, love yeah, going yeah. out there um my wife and I take like regular fall trips out to the mountains and um, it's just a beautiful place. And I would highly recommend I've never, like I, I grew up on the beach. So like I never went to the mountains and it's been a new experience ever since moving. Um, That's what now, I love about where we live is the, uh, the proximity to both the beach and the mountains. Yeah. You, you uh, get let's, to do let's leave it at that though. <laughs> uh, don't, don't 
move anywhere. New Jersey is where both you can get the beach and the mountains. It's just a lot of traffic and stuff like that. Um, anyway, now outside you've been doing your stuff, feeling happy. Do you think you've gotten more balance recently between everything? I am a person who struggles with mental health immensely. Um, and I'm not ashamed of it. The biggest problem or the, when I see my mental health the most is when I devote myself entirely to one thing in a majority of my life, that's been Fortnite. And I think for the first time in my life, I found out a way. And I think that's really only due to summer, um, being able to fully commit to Fortnite and fully commit to having the balance. Um, and I'm probably the happiest I've ever been. It's awesome to hear, man. That's really, I'm really glad that, uh, you're happy living life and, uh, you're about to, you're still in high school, right? I'm going into my senior year. Okay. Do you have any thoughts about, I, I always hated this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you have any ideas of what you want to do afterwards? Uh, yeah, definitely. I think my GPA is not that great. I have like a three, six, three, seven. So I don't really have the pick of the litter in terms of colleges. Um, I'll apply to the big ones and whatever one I get in, I'll pick from there. Um, but I think there's a lot of different things I think I could be good at. I think I, I think generally everything I put my mind to in sports when I was younger before Fortnite, like everything I've been able to put my mind to, I'm a very driven person. Um, I found success in. So um, in terms of a degree, I definitely have a few different ideas, but that's kind of a boring conversation to have. Um, I want to take, I want to take a gap semester not a whole gap year and fully commit to fortnite i think i want to have one more semester probably go move to um not zero ping but either i don't want to say this and jinx it but like maybe where my girl I mean, we've been together i we're very in a great place maybe where she goes uh move to where she's living and take a gap semester and see how successful I can be with it. So I'm not just sitting at home by myself. I don't think that would make me happy, but just so I can be close to people I love. Um, and then see where that goes. And if not, who gives a shit? I'm taking a gap semester and I'm starting my four year and I'll, I'll have fun. And But I, what I won't do, and I don't recommend anyone to do, is go to college and do Fortnite. I'm thinking of Ocus. I'm thinking of Pafluger. I think you're a loser. Um, and I will, I really don't like Ocus. I have no problem with Pafluger. He's a um, cool guy from what I've heard and had experiences with him. Fuck Ocus, you fucking blow, suck my dick. Besides the point, I think you're a loser. You go to Penn State and, and sit inside and play Fortnite all day. I will not go to college I will, and sit inside and play Fortnite. I will be in a frat. I will do the things I want to do. I will have fun. I'll have the college experience. That's why I want to take the gap semester so I can have that balance and see if I enjoy the full, full time, like, uh, entirely. Uh, Fortnite stuff, and I don't think I will, but it's definitely something I want to do. <laughs> uh, you cracked me up with some of your responses, bro. Um, as far as like that gap semester, like, do you have any idea of what would be success for you? Like, would it be X earnings within the game, placements within grands, blowing up it'd on socials? Be, like, it'd have to be all of the above. Okay, it'd be what it'd be two seasons worth right so it'd be two fncs's ish it'd be well it depends if you do it during the fall then you might only get one fncs depending on how it lands let's let's hope it's two 
No, it'd really be two because it'd be it'd be the summer too, because I wouldn't have to worry about it. Okay. It'd be it'd be end of senior year, till uh what January, right? Ish. Ish. Yeah. Um. So. Let's say at least two FNCSs if I if it's the summer included. Um. It it'd have to be, a lot of earned. It has to be well over ten. It has to be. I'm thinking between like, um, twelve and on earned. Um, that's including cash ups and stuff like that. Just so like I I don't want to be poor, and I think I've very fortunate. It's not my money. Uh, I don't. And I'm very blessed to have grown up in a um, very fortunate home. I don't know other, what other way to phrase it. And my perspective on money is different than a lot of people. I think six figures is not a lot. Um, I think you know eighty or ninety grand, whatever the median salary is, just ridiculous. I don't understand how people do it on that. Um, it's way lower, by the way. The median salary 50? is like isn't forty something. Oh, I think it's like yeah, forty three. Yeah, not I, 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 I would not want to live that way. So I'd rather, even if it comes to it, I'd rather have be working at McDonald's for eighteen hours a day and and slowly rising the ranks or whatever i gotta do i would mcdonald's is such a shitty way to do it i think there's so many ways to make money nowadays where you doing that type of stuff is just silly um if you know what you're doing and have some type of skill and value you can add to society but i would never not i would never want to have to worry about money um even now being 16 17 um i guess nearly 18 now but like i have my I've grown up in a daddy's money situation, but I've worked for everything I have. Um, I, probably towards all everything of my setup, I've given been given like three hundred dollars over the course of like three different birthdays, um, and I I own my own car outright, pay my own insurance, pay for food, pay everything I pay, and um, I, I just I wouldn't want to be poor. I don't even remember what your other question was, but I just <laughs> wouldn't want to be poor, so. It have to. Oh yeah, it have to be considerable earnings, and it have to be. I it'd be daily streams, and it have to be crazy growth on all platforms. Okay, um, and like lastly, you've been on Team Thirty Three for how long now? When did when did you sign with them? It's been a decent seven or eight months. Okay, how's that been going? Love Team Thirty Three. Nice. Ludo Vincent. What does that mean, by the way? I have no idea. Play to win. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your like experience been? How do you? I don't understand. Like I okay, that's a lie. I understand why people hate on thirty three. The roster, in my opinion, and I've voiced it to management a hundred times over, is too big. Um, but at the same time, why the fuck does it matter to everyone else? Um, they want to be able to place post place post post placement tweets more. So why the fuck does it affect y'all? And they had the money to do it, so who cares? Um, I think that there's definitely some things that could be better ran, but in terms of being a player on Team 33, it is an exceptional experience, and I love it. Glad love to it. hear that. You're actually, um, uh, I think Fatch was the other one that that said he's like loved his experience with them too. Do you have any requirements? Like, do you have to post a certain amount of content, participate in videos, like? I don't know if you can get into specifics, but like what all I mean, I've never signed an NDA, but I think it's just in good faith to not speak about it. But um, yeah, yeah, no, we definitely have stuff we got to do. Okay, cool. It's 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 like very manageable, but um, it's a good bit. I think I know that there's some people that once they started instituting that, um, 
have been being punished, I guess is the right phrase without getting into specifics because that could mean anything, but have been um, not hitting those and, and feeling the consequences of that. Um, but it's very manageable. I think it's something we should be required to do. We're professional players and um, being paid salary to do that. I think everything that they require us to do is something a professional player should be doing. So I like it. I would agree. From my time in management on an org, it's like a lot of players want to get a paycheck for doing nothing. So you can't. It's mind boggling to me that people think that like they should be getting paid X amount of money a month. I mean, a lot of the time, four figures uh, a month to sit there and just play the game and change nothing but their IGN. Yeah. That's crazy to me, honestly. Uh, yeah. I think people should be providing more value and being okay with providing more value than just sitting on their asses and changing their IGN. Well, I'm glad to see that's happening. I mean, the least people could do is put out content to, like, help their own brand, especially if an org is supporting you. Like, take advantage of that because that's not going to happen your entire life is getting support of somebody. Uh, a lot of times you're going to be trying to figure shit out yourself, especially if you go into the real world. Like, your boss may not even be helpful to you. So, you know, take advantage of that. There are people investing in you and glad to hear it's going well uh with you and team 33 is there um is that a long-term thing for you do you see yourself staying there for a while well i know what how much time i have left in my contract um i would like i have no reason to leave i would love to continue to be a part of them and um i wouldn't say soon but coming up here um i have my contract runs out and i would love to go into those talks with them and resign yeah all right cool wish you the best of luck then man oh i've had my own experience i actually got to cast their first ever fortnite tournament which is really interesting yeah i remember that when it was like some crazy prize pool for some no-name team i didn't even <laughs> think it was real yeah i didn't i didn't either at the time it was like thirty-three thousand dollars. it was 3.3k and then after the kid won, they wound up giving him thirty-three thousand. It was a, some some kid named Weston, and it was like three different creative maps. They played like realistics, one v one build fights, and box fights, and it was Weston versus Captaini. And I know Captaini has like not dropped this ever since. Yeah. He'll still like randomly bring it up, which I mean, to be fair, you missed out on thirty-three thousand dollars for playing creative Fortnite, but you know you got winners you and losers. You lost. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, at the time I was like, dude, this just sounds so strange. But I mean, that was, that had to be over a, a year and a half, almost two years ago. Uh, so uh, it's more recently than you think. Really? It's like max a year and a half ago. Max. Like I'm thinking like a year and like two months or something like that. I mean, yeah, maybe it is. So like, we'll call it like a year, year and a half. Um, it was, it was beginning of last summer. Okay. So it's still impressive because a lot of a lot of Fortnite orgs fizzle out, especially when they they grow quickly. Yeah, and people don't give thirty three any credit for that for having the roster size they have and maintaining the, the everything that they're doing for as long as they have. People and people just I don't know thirty three. I feel like it's an unnecessary amount of hate. I can understand some of the things that they do get hated on, but I think they get hated on way too much in general. Yeah, I think it'll change. I mean, the longer you stay in the space, the more people tend to like you. I think generally people have been burned in the past by Fortnite orgs. 
So like new ones get looked at wrongfully because everyone sees them as like the next person that's going to scam everybody. So until you reach, you know, a certain amount of time within the scene with no problems and then you're chilling and then you're like a part of it. But that acceptance into the space takes a little bit of time. Yeah, not for sure. It's some it's tough to win people over because I think everyone has that mindset of this is sketchy. Yeah, too many of those happened in the past. It's been knock on wood. We've been a, a couple of months without anything bad happening, but you know we'll we'll see. What was <laughs> so the most least... recent one? Uh it was the EU one. Cartel, right? Yeah, TC. TC. That was it. And then that brought down. Um... Oh, you were on TNG, right? Because then they were intertwined, and then something... somehow. Yeah, I'm still very close um, with the owner of TNG. Amazing guy. Uh, I think it was some unfortunate events that led to TNG shutting down. And he's still pondering restarting it. Um, and, yeah, I really I really vouch for that guy. He, he bought me the computer um, that I play on to this day. Very expensive. Um, always looked out for me. Still checks in on me. For, he has no reason to. Um, like, sends me birthday wishes or happy easter or stuff like that great guy um i really like him cool i still vouch for that guy nice nice all right um let's move away from Morix. let's wrap this up because we are now over an hour i i figured this was gonna go over an hour but you're a talker so it was fun i appreciated it but um don't want to take too much of your time i know you're busy and have things to do so in wrapping up, I got two questions for you. First one, what is your favorite Fortnite skin? I don't know. Focus, I guess. It's the one I wear the most. Okay. And secondly, you know, what is what are you doing that people can look forward to in the future? Or where can people find you on socials? This is your, your chance to plug yourself. Gotcha. I think the two things, uh, or a few things that I'm the most excited for, in terms of um, content and social media stuff is definitely my viewer VODs. I'm definitely looking to scale that and um, make it more accessible for for the lot of you to um, get better with. Um, that's the first thing. And a lot of the just content stuff, just follow me on my socials. I feel like I add a lot of uh, value. I think I make quality content, uh, mainly on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah, just tournament stuff, highlight videos. Um, and I'm going to get back to the me stuff. Uh, my more personality uh, personalized content so I'm really excited for all that but yeah those are my two biggest things and all my socials are good guy nani or some form of 33 nani etc um, one of those two if you're if you're looking to find me all right the best way you could do it it'll be linked down below on Twitter good guy nani or uh, 33 nani he's got a link tree on his Twitter so you can find him through all that if you would like to but thank you for joining me nani it was a great conversation yes sir thank you for having me of course, of course. And thank you all for listening. I appreciate you guys. As always, this is another episode of the Fortnite Story. You have any complaints or you want to tell me we're awesome and this is a great thing to do or you want to be the next guest, go ahead and send me a message on Twitter at somebody's gun. And I want to just thank you all one more time. You all have a great day. Peace.